Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the State News Podcast. My name is Casey Harrison, alongside Stephen Olshansky. We've got a mix for you today. We're going to talk about Les Miles, Tim Tebow, and we're going to preview MSU versus Indiana. So let's get into it uh, right away. Les Miles, uh, in case you were living under a rock, he's been fired from LSU uh, for his performance and the team's performance this year. Um, he's been relieved of his duties. And Stephen, I'm just going to get right to it. Is LSU still a de- desirable job? Look, I, I think in when you look at the college football atmosphere and you, you look at the rankings of jobs and who the you know, where the number one programs are, the elite programs, I would say, in college football, LSU ranks within my top ten. Oh, yeah. Of places to go. But I would not say they're top five. My I'm, top five places to go. I, let me give them to you. Mike, do you think you can guess them? Top five. Um, because w- I can tell you, number one's an easy one. Uh, would it be University of Michigan? No. Alabama? Yes. Alabama would be number one because you look at the history of the SEC, you look at how Alabama can recruit warm weather you, in the heart of the South with some of the best football players in the country, and you win national titles consistent. The, Nick Saban's created a dynasty, and whether or not, whenever he leaves, Alabama's still going to be a good job. And oh, right yeah. now it's number one. I would keep it in the top five no matter who's coaching there, but it's still number one because of how people treat their coaches down there, especially if they win, how they can recruit, and the kind of players they get there. You know, the kind of caliber of players they get there, the name recognition, that's number one. I Go ahead. I don't know if you can get the next four. Uh, I, go, go bottom up, five to... I, I geez, I don't. I'm I'm just gonna t- kind of take this off the draft board. Yeah, just just start throwing uh, names out there. Notre Dame. Notre Dame would not be in the top five. Really? Um, let's see. You, you really mentioned like geographical location, Florida State. No. Or Florida. Nope. Nope. Neither. Are, are they? Are there Southern schools? There are. There number two is a Southern school. Number two is a Southern school. Um, there's another Southern school, and it's not LSU. So we talked about that. It might not be deep South. If you know what I mean. Tennessee. No. It might not be SEC, but it's in the South. So you're talking an ACC school. Nope. Not ACC, the, not Remember, the Big 12 SEC. is still technically in the South. Big 12, Big 12, Big 12. Um, oh, come on, buddy. This, listen. This one's real easy. This one's easy. I don't know. This word is easy. I'm literally making the hand signal at you. I literally look, don't. Look, know. dude, it's like Brockham. Virginia. But, no. Are you serious? What is this? Are you serious? Do you not know? I don't know what you mean. Are you, are you kidding? I'm holding up the, the Hook'em Horns. Hook'em. What? Do you not? Texas. Uh, yes. Thank you. Texas. Finally. Oh, my God. God. How did they, how they let you be my partner? I don't yeah, know. That's right. I said it like that, too. How do they let you they? be my partner? I'm Just kidding. sorry. Just kidding. I love you, buddy. I, I, I think you were having an Aleppo moment right there. I think yeah. you were blanking. <laughs> I think you were having a Gary Johnson Aleppo moment right there. And I, I don't think we have room for that on this podcast. Well, when I think, when I, I don't know, when I think South, I don't really think Texas. I, I, I mean, think, still South, though. You no, know you're I mean? right. It's not the deep South. That's what I was trying to yeah. get at. That's what I was trying to point towards. You know? It's, it's South, but it's not deep South. Yeah. So... That's number two on your list. Yes, sir. Um, and let, let me give you a reason why. Texas, that is football state. That is yeah. the... That in itself, if there is a nation that played a sport, like if there is a... If there is... You know, like you tie America into football and baseball, but if Texas was to secede... That's football. Football. That's football that country. That is football country. That is like... 
they would probably dominate an Olympics where if you had to play amateur athletes and you had to put amateur athletes, like if Texas was its own country and this is the Olympics of the United States versus you know other states and whatnot, right? It's, a, it's an in-house, an in-country Olympics and football is that one, Texas wins. Hands down every time. They have the better talent. They have the better coaching. They have better people. Texas lives and breathes football. When football matters that much to you, that's the program you go to. And with a fan base that big, Texas is my number one. Is my number two. So, what's your number three most desirable? Number three best job in the country is actually somewhere north. North? Is, is it one of the schools I mentioned earlier? Depends on what you're talking about. Uh, is it Notre Dame? It's n- no, no. Is it Michigan? No. Um, give me a conference. Big Ten. Big Ten? Come on, buddy. Oh, Come Ohio on. State. Yes, sir. Ohio State. Look, Urban Meyer and Ohio State can pluck whoever they want out of that state. There is no debate on that. And you can, they have they the can pick anybody out of the Big Ten. And they can ev- pick almost anybody out of the country. Everybody in the state of Ohio, as much as there are multiple schools within Ohio, like Toledo and Ohio University and Bowling Green. They don't th- compare. Th- that's like Western Michigan and Central. Because they're Mac schools, right? But yeah. like, compare that to like if Michigan State didn't exist and it was just Michigan and your other options are Central and Western, you ain't growing up to be a fan of Central or Western. You're growing yeah. up to be a fan of Michigan. So Ohio State is my number three because all those kids just want to play at Ohio State. You don't have to recruit at Ohio State. Kids want to go to Ohio State. And There's, I mean, like the closest, what, if you live on the border, it's either West Virginia, Penn State, or. Uh, it, or what, Kentucky? And Kentucky's the worst team in the SEC. And, and <laughs> I mean, no Penn State is in there. such a, their reputation is in such a tarnished state right now. Well, Nobody that, wants to go to Penn that, State. And to play like football. I said, all those kids, they don't grow up rooting for Penn State, even if they live on the Penn State Ohio border. It's yeah. Ohio State still. And so that is my number three. And I mean, Ohio State is one of the blue blood programs. Like, uh, yeah, when, when, no, all these schools in my top five are blue blood. Yeah. There's no, and I'm not talking about modern, I'm talking all time. Yeah. Like, like, when you look at all time, like, where best jobs you want to be in, these are mm-hmm. the top three so far. Can you so get number, number four? four? Is it one of the, is it Michigan or Notre Dame? Is Michigan or Notre Dame in your top five? Michigan is in my top five. Notre Dame falls at number 10. Ooh. We won't get past five here, but see what you get. So, for number five, what conference are we talking about here? Uh, look. We, we, we hit on those Southern schools, right? Yep. And we, we haven't got to the ACC, but none of the ACC schools cracked my top five. Ooh. So it's not going to be ACC. Is it? And it's going to be out West. It's going to be out West. Out West. Um, is it USC or Cal? Uh, you were right on top of that one. It's definitely USC. If you look at Southern California and Los Angeles, USC is, the, is that team, their team. It's much like Ohio State. UCLA and USC have that rivalry like Michigan-Michigan State do. Yep. Where UCLA has been the better of the two lately, like Michigan State has been the better of the two, but they won't get that recognition because they're always going to be second tier in their own state. No matter how good they get, no matter how good their car is that they drive, it's not going to be good enough because it's not old. You know, It's not that old money, right? It's not that 64 Mustang. No, no, it's not. It's that new one that's just as bit as nice, probably even a little cleaner. It probably runs a little bit smoother, but it ain't. It ain't what it. What it. It ain't the old. It ain't it, the old. It, it, it isn't it the glory have days. The same respect. It's not know? the glory days. So, UCLA. Uh, I mean USC. Forgive me. USC. USC. Look, USC. you can go. You can recruit whoever you want out of that. That's a talent-rich area. 
USC, you literally just got to throw that name out there. You're going to get it up. You're going to take it. You're going to take all that talent out there. And look, they, they hail you as a king. You have to be in Los Angeles. It's not hard to recruit and go, hey, you get to mix it up with a bunch of stars living in L.A. So number number four, give me that one. What do you think? Number four, uh, is it, are we going back to the Midwest? Oh, yes, we are. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say Penn State because. No, no, no they wouldn't even crack the top 15. Um, wouldn't even crack the top 15. It's got to be Wisconsin. No, no. Come on, son. Michigan it's State. A, no, it's a school farther south. Just just 67 miles down the road from here. Oh. It's the preeminent it, university of Michigan. the state. Yes. I thought we said, I thought we established that I said Michigan earlier. I asked if it was yeah, Michigan I said they or Notre were in my Dame. top five. I said okay. Notre Dame wouldn't, I said Notre Dame wouldn't crack the top five. I thought we already been No, no, no. Michigan. If you see what Jim Harbaugh has been able to do, you understand why Michigan is the way that it is and why people want to coach there if you're an elite coach, especially if you come from a Michigan lineage. You see how well they treat him down there? He can do whatever he wants. He's and he can literally. You have a signing with the stars that's supposed to benefit cancer and doesn't benefit cancer till about two days after it's announced. I uh, I drove past Ann Arbor the other day and I mean I, I it looked like a sign that said the first church of first Jim church Harbaugh. of Jesus Jim. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like he he can do what he wants down there. He can he's still gonna he's gonna get the top level recruits because of the antics and the way he does it. He might not get all the in state recruits because Mark D'Antonio doing a hell of a job keeping those. But Michigan is an elite program to coach at because of the history and the way they treat them. So that is my top five elite schools. LSU, if I'm going to rank them, I'm going to put them about eight. And eight, eight's a good spot for LSU. And so, you know, for less miles, I think it sucks that you have to leave a job like that. But, you know. Well, where does he go now? Where does he go? I, you know, if, they, if Tom Harmon, if they can poach him from Houston, he might see a little flip-flop. I could see that. Why not? What, what, what about I mean, it's uh, not LSU is not the same job Houston or Houston is not the same job LSU is obviously. No. That's, I, that's I think given. I think if you go to Houston, you have to build up the brand. But whose job is at stake in an elite level program like LSU's? Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, maybe. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, th- I don't think I think Brian Kelly's him. kind of on the hot seat. I don't think they're going to fire. Him, I mean, they fired a defensive coordinator. I if mean, the team, if the team was to win their next eight games, he ain't getting fired. This is what year three of them without a conference, and they expected to. Yeah, I mean, it's like their whole existence without a conference. Yeah, well, I mean, they flirted with the ACC and oh, I see all that mean. stuff. Um, I, I mean, Notre Dame's been wanting results, and they've been wanting the college football playoff, and I, I, Brian Kelly hasn't gotten them there yet. Right. So I think he's on the hot seat, but that's that's a different chapter. That's a story for a different day. Um, we'll talk about who'll take his job when he gets fired. <laughs> when he get, wow, uh, wow. <laughs> so, but for me, I think uh, you could see a little flip flop there. Okay, I, I don't see why. I don't see why not. All right. Well, when we come back, we're gonna talk about Tim Tebow and how much I despise him. Um, I don't actually despise him, but when we come back, we're gonna talk about Tim Tebow. We're gonna talk about MSU in Indiana, and let's get into it. Listen to the State News Podcast for a chance to win a copy of the commemorative book on Mark D'Antonio and Michigan State University football, Reaching Higher. Listen to the State News twice-weekly sports podcast for three key words of the day, and then visit statenews.com forward slash podcast for contrast entry and rules. That's it. So, word number one of the day is state. S-T-A-T-E, state. 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Contest hosted by the State News. Entry period runs Monday at 12 a.m. through Sunday at 11.59 p.m. And that is weekly. And the contest may be ended at any time. Winners may not be employees or family members of employees of the State News. Winners will be announced weekly at the State News Facebook page. Prizes must be claimed within 30 days of winning. Winner will be randomly selected from complete and correct submissions. Odds of winning vary based on submissions received. Talking MSU football isn't complete without talking about the driving force behind this amazingly successful program, Mark D'Antonio. Hi everybody, my name is Casey Harrison, and any true Michigan State fan has to check out Reaching Higher, a commemorative book detailing the story behind D'Antonio and how he elevated a struggling team to a national powerhouse. Whether new to Spartan football and reading about this journey to excellence for the first time, or a seasoned football pro wanting to relive the excitement, Reaching Higher makes a great read and even a greater gift. Reaching Higher, Mark D'Antonio and the Rise of Michigan State Football is available for just $24.95 at thesne.ws forward slash D'Antonio book. That website again is thesne.ws forward slash D'Antonio book. Hi, Stephen Oshansky here. You can also go to the State News website, statenews.com, and click on the banner that says Relive Mark D'Antonio's First Years. It'll take you right to the checkout page. Again, Mark D'Antonio and the Rise of Michigan State Football, available now. Welcome back, everybody. Segment number two of the podcast. It's a lovely Friday afternoon, uh, depending on if you're a duck or not, because it's pretty wet outside. Um, so let's get back into it. Tim Tebow, he hit his first home run. Um, Off his first pitch, Mr. Harrison. And you know what, buddy? That's right. I told you that Tim Tebow would even, do some things. Don't I don't even care get if me it's started, instructional Steven. league. I do not care if it is instructional league because I told you and you didn't believe me. So you, if you want to sit here on this show, you want to know what instructional league is like. That young man, go for it. But I just remember, I was right. Let, you can't forget that. Let me tell point. you why Tim Tebow. Will never make it oh, I into don't Major League Baseball. Make it into Major so League why Baseball. are you paying attention? Because he's I, a rattles, gimmick. It rattles you. It gets you fired up. Because it gets you fired up. He's a gimmick, up, buddy. That's all he'll ever be. I he's just, he's a reason to sell tickets for some team out in BFE, but freaking England. Move. So what? I don't want to go see Tim Tebow, but of course the average sports fan is going to want to see him. Oh yeah, yeah. There's something wrong with the average sports fan. There's nothing Ooh. wrong with the average sports you fan unless they like oh. Tim Tebow. Ooh. Wow. Tim Tebow is not entertaining. People like Tim Tebow. He is not an entertaining product. Wow. Why do I care about Tim Tebow? Just because he had a failed NFL career and he, I mean, he does a pretty good job on ESPN, but. That, that's really it. He, he should put his days as an athlete behind him. He's not an athlete. He it, It's just, it's so rattling. Ah! In, on, on a serious note, yes, yes, I don't believe Tim Tebow ever has a career outside of maybe, maybe he gets into single A and you maybe you can see him at our Lansing Lugnuts close by. If You if, know Casey will be in the front row if that happens. If he oh, sees... You, you already know he's going to be sitting there. He's going to sign up for broadcast. He's going to broadcast all his games so he can whisper Tim Tebow on the radio. I know it. I know he just wants to go Tim Tebow. Oh, 0 oh for 2 on the game. Oh, there's a drive. Oh. Yeah, Casey just really wants to get excited about Tim Tebow. But in all seriousness... It's kind of funny the contrast between Tim Tebow and the rest of his teammates in yeah. the instructional league because yeah. none of them 
all right, I'm going to go to ESPN in the middle of the week and make a bunch of money. Make like a million Tim dollars a broadcast. Oh, yeah. He's making a ton of money, and I guess that looks <laughs> – look, the contract And, I really mean, how do, you, how do you feel if you're on the team with Tim Tebow? Oh, you're probably like, what the, the only reason that you're getting any media attention at all is because they want to ask you about Tim Tebow. Right. Oh, yeah. I, it's, it's an interesting concept. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, he's not going to make it. It's just a gimmick. I, maybe he actually likes really likes playing baseball, or it's just because he's got that competitive drive and he couldn't make it in one aspect, so he's just trying another sport because he's a, he's a great athlete. He is. He's a fantastic athlete. But he should leave his athleticism and his athletic career behind I would argue him. He was the greatest college quarterback ever. Okay, well, those are the glory days. So, well, that's a, that's a debate. That was the past. Time. So, you know, since you rattled up, why don't we, you know, transition here? Let me let me segue into this. You're fired up, and I think before we preview MSU in Indiana, you give me your hot take. My hot take. Well, uh, Stephen, I've I've got a couple questions for you. Oh, for me? Yeah, go um, fire away, young lad. Currently, at at this date and this time at um, September 29th at 9:10 p.m., um, who is the best coach in the MAC? In the Mac, Mr. Uh, PJ Fleck, uh, what, of Rogue what, Boat Broncos. Well, yeah. Um, what what current coaching job has a vacancy? LSU. Kind well, of. Well, they have interim head coach. Well, th- I mean, for all intents and purposes, that job is wide open. Right. Are you suggesting uh, PJ Fleck leaves Western Michigan wow. in the middle of the season, and he's going to take that job? At LSU, he's going to row that boat down the Mississippi River to LSU, and oh, wow. he is going to lead the helm of the LSU Tigers. Do you think any alumni at LSU who have a lot of sway know who he is? Um, no. Do you think that will play into it? That could, because it will. I, I think if Tom Herman gets a job over P.J. Fleck, because uh, I think they're both relatively like on the same grounds of being qualified, um, Sort of. It, it comes Tom, down to... Tom Herman has that win over Oklahoma, though. Yeah. P.J. Fleck's biggest win is Northwestern. Yeah. I mean, Tom Herman... I mean, that all has to do with, like, your players and your recruiting basis, too. I mean, if... Like, Houston is definitely the better school over Western Michigan. Oh, yeah. And I, I think, think that reflects... How about, how about this? Let me one-up this. But do you think Tom Herman wants to leave Houston? Tom Herman. Oh, yeah. That's just a stopping point. Yeah? No one wants to stay at Houston. Are you kidding me? I mean... We just talked about those elite jobs, right? Houston ain't, Houston ain't even top 25. People talked about Michigan Houston, State like that. Houston when, ain't top 25. Okay, if we were having this conversation in 2006... How, there, weren't, there weren't big jobs opening. I mean, but when, when Michigan State's head coaching job opened up and Mark D'Antonio took over, do you think this was a permanent spot for him? Maybe. Maybe not. It's a bigger conference, but perhaps, perhaps not. It all depends. Because, I mean, you look back and Nick Saban just used Michigan State as a stepping stone. That's also true. And he kind of burned MSU while doing it. Um, but, yeah, so let's say Tom Herman goes, but do you, oh, well, what if that happened? What if Tom Herman goes to LSU and then what if P.J. Fleck goes to Houston? I was just about to suggest that. And you took the words right out of my mouth. 
But then where does Les Miles go? Right here on this piece of paper. Does Les Miles go to Notre Dame and Brian Kelly uh, bag groceries? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Jeez. I think I think Brian Kelly's job is safe right now. Right now. If they if they if they lose seven games, he out. If they lose five, I think he stays. If they lose five games, you think he stays? They go seven and five. I think he stays. I think he has one more shot. Wow, that's one more shot. That's very gracious. If you look at their schedule, they should not. Well, guys, if Steven ever becomes an athletic director, uh, be sure to <laughs> sign up for him because you're going to get as many chances as you want. Well, look, Brian Kelly has taken them to a national title game. Okay, that's fair. And he's won a good amount of games. They haven't been in the college football playoff, but only X amount of teams have been able to go so far. And Alabama's taken up two of those slots. And you know why? Notre Dame will never make it to the college football playoffs because they don't have a conference. Yes. Well, if they were four and zero right now, we'd be talking about. It. They had a shot last year until they lost to Stanford. They don't lose to Stanford, they're probably in. Like, they would have well, been eleven the only and one. To, the they would have been eleven and one at the end of the year. The only way to make it into the college football playoff, you if, can't be a two-loss team and be in the college football playoff. Well, think about this: if Mark D'Antonio goes eight and four this year, let's say they go eight and four. Not nine and three, not ten and two. They go eight and four after coming off a year they went twelve and two. You gotta have a drop off at some point, right? You can't just win all the time. Bama's an exception. Like Auburn, Auburn wins the national title. They're not very good the next few years. You have to have a drop off. So for them to almost make the college football playoff, Notre Dame almost makes the college football playoff, gets smacked around in their bowl game by Ohio State, but almost makes the college football playoff last year. A drop off ain't that bad unless they lost all their games. They're not going to lose all their games. They should go 9-3. and three. They should win out. I don't see why they can't win out. They should win out. If they lose to Syracuse, then we'll talk about it. But okay. they shouldn't lose out. So I think, I think Brian Kelly's job is safe. That's but, that, but that's just me. So, oh, you want to hear my hot take? Yes. Um, uh, I, I think <laughs> I'm looking at the script right now, and that's pretty vulgar. Right, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take a short break, and after I come back, We'll, I'll give you my hot take, and then we'll preview MSU and Indiana. So stick around for that one. We'll see you in a minute. Listen to the SN Podcast for a chance to win a copy of the commemorative book on Mark D'Antonio, Michigan State University football, Reaching Higher. Listen to the State News Twice Weekly Sports Podcast for three keywords of the day. Then visit statenews.com slash podcast for contest entry and rules that's it no purchase necessary void where prohibited contest hosted by the state news entry period runs monday at 12 a.m through sunday 11:59 p.m weekly contest may be ended at any time winners may not be employees or family members or of employees of the state news winners will be announced weekly on the state news facebook page prizes must be claimed within 30 days of winning winner will be randomly selected from complete and correct submissions odds of winning vary based on submissions received hi i'm steven oshansky of the state news podcast in the second Keyword for your chance to win a commemorative book, Reaching Higher, Mark D'Antonio and the Rise of Michigan State Football, is by BY. Again, that is by BY. Welcome back, everybody. Steven's got some explaining to do. Well, we've gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring you a little little sad news. Not really sad. I think both of us have uh, Decided an executive decision that we're gonna suspend. We're gonna suspend. Suspend. We're gonna suspend hot takes for the for for now. For hot for, takes, more like lukewarm takes. <laughs> Jesus, got them. Yeah, they aren't very um, very good. I think this segment, you know, had it had its time, had its legs for a little bit. You know, it's just kind of fallen flat. It's like Michigan State almost blowing a lead in Notre Dame type of thing. 
you know, where it was good for a while and then, you know, just kind of dissipates. So we're going to put these on hold. That's my hot take for the week is we're done with hot takes. So mm-hmm. you'll hear them every once in a while. Like if, you know, Casey thinks Tom Brady is really bad or the Tigers really have a shot at winning the World Series or Which they like do. That. They don't. Don't even start. So that's my hot take. You know, I think now, you know, with that news out of the way, let's preview Michigan State and Indiana. After we come back. Listen to the SN Podcast for a chance to win a copy of the commemorative book on Mark D'Antonio and Michigan State University football, Reaching Higher. Listen to the State News twice a week sports podcast for three keywords of the day, and then visit statenews.com forward slash podcast for contrast entry and rules. That's it. Rule number three, or word number three of the afternoon is seven. S-E-V-E-N. That's it. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Contest hosted by the State News. Entry period runs Monday at 12 a.m. through Sunday at 11.59 p.m. weekly, and contest may be ended at any time. Winners may be not employees or family members of employees of the State News. Winners will be announced weekly on the State News Facebook page. Prizes must be claimed within 30 days of winning. Winners will be randomly selected and complete and correct submissions. Odds of winning vary based on submissions received. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Stephen Oshansky. This is the State News Podcast. I'm joined, as always, with Casey Harrison. You know, it's it's time. It's time to preview Michigan State versus Indiana down in Bloomington, 8 p.m. kickoff for that one. So, Casey, what are you looking for this um, week? Stephen, I know you're going down there, but will Michigan yeah. State be going down there? Will they show up for the game? Uh, that should not be an issue. I think when you have a letdown, they talked all week about regrouping. They're still a team. They're still they're still this. They still have their goals in front of you. You heard all the cliches from them, If even if they don't, because they really don't at this point. They... They have. They're going to. I can't see why they wouldn't win. They're going to be up and ready for the game. You know, it, it's whether or not anything comes together. Will we be able to see Tyler O'Connor make up for his mistakes? If he, if he has like a, let's say, you complete seventy percent of his passes, just a hell of a game. Will can he make up for it? He'll have the time. Indiana's not as strong as Wisconsin. Not not even close. And so it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. And you know, you bring up a really good point because. That's what defines a good quarterback, his ability to bounce back after a bad game. And if he's going to be able to beat Indiana, Indiana's not the greatest team in the world. If you compare the two side-by-side on paper, it looks like a scary matchup. But with Indiana having over 1,000 yards passing already on the season, um, it's going to be a task for the secondary because you know that they're a pass-happy team. And... That's that's going to be key because the secondary didn't do a great job against no. Wisconsin either. Mark D'Antonio hit on that at the weekly press conference. So they, they lost a lot of leverage, especially in those third down plays, on the out routes and the, the flag routes and all those out routes to the outside there. They they lost their coverage, their leverage on receivers, and that just kind of left Hornerbrook to you know put balls on a dime. And you have to give him credit. Legal can throw just as well. So it'll be it'll be interesting. You know, they, they spread the ball primarily three targets, so Michigan State's secondary will have to, you know, we'll have to key on those guys, and then it'll be up to the linebackers to hit the four, to cover the fourth receiver, the fifth receiver, you know, if they're cutting under low. So, you know, any of those tight end plays or anything like that. So, in Chris Fry, and it, it, that brings up another point, is Michigan State's 
linebackers are now yeah. without Riley Bola and without Riley uh, Bola and John, John Rushke. So it'll be Chris Fry is now, I think, the unquestioned leader of that team, whether or not he really wants to accept that role or not. What? Um, nothing. I, I just saw something come up on my Facebook feed. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> it, one of my friends from high school, he tagged a former, or like, he's, he's also a student at Michigan State. Um, the kid that was tagged uh, is a Michigan fan. And it says, I miss these days. And it's Indiana just putting an absolute beat down on MSU. Right now the score is 37-7. to wow. uh, And that was on ESPN+. Plus. They didn't even, even have ESPN2 back then. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. It, it's funny they say he misses these days because uh, Indiana really never had a period of that. I think MSU is, has double the wins Indiana had. So, Indiana has in this series. So it's, Indiana has not had a good uh, all-time series eight. against... Michigan State's won the past seven, I think. Seven or eight decisions. Uh, they've all been pretty heartily, too. There's only been one game where it's been less than ten points. Right. Um, last year, it was, it, it was a close game, and then in the fourth quarter, well, it just it took the sky opened up. Yeah. So it, you can expect probably to see that kind of a game again. It all depends on whether or not the offense can hum or not. And, and uh, if, they, if they can establish the run in all of that as well. So... It, that's pretty much Michigan State versus Indiana. Indiana has you know some weapons on offense, but their defense is very questionable. They gave up a lot of yards to Wake Forest and eventually lost to Wake Forest. So Michigan State, if they really want to show they're a good team, they might as well just come out and blow these guys out. So that pretty much does it for our preview of Michigan State, Indiana. And now it's everybody's favorite time of the week, my favorite time of the week, Casey's favorite time of the week. We're going to give you the picks. So, Casey, you want to start this one off, or do you want me to go for it? Sure. Uh, as far as the national games go. National games of the week? Come on, get excited, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> it's Come game on. number one of the afternoon. Uh, number 22, Texas, taking on Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, though, favored by two and a half. Favored by two and a half. That game kicks off Saturday at noon. Don't forget Oklahoma State is a lowly team that lost to the Central Michigan Chippewas. So uh, if I picked Oklahoma State like I did to beat Central, um, I'm not going to do that again. Just just flat out not. Give me the Hook'em Horns, the team Casey couldn't name earlier in the show, but now he knows. Now he knows. Hook'em Horns. You know. Give me Texas. So um, I, I believe if Oklahoma State wins this game, which they will, um, wow. therefore by the transitive property, wow. um, Central Michigan would have beaten Texas. Oh, they would have beaten. That. They would have beaten stop the number that. twenty-two just team in the country. Give me Oklahoma that's State. Not, that's not a game number two of the I afternoon. This bell. I would uh, unring the bell. <laughs> game number two. Let's get back on board. Number no. seven Stanford taking on number ten Washington. That's a Friday night game. Friday night lights. Washington favored by three and a half. Friday night at nine p.m. I got no faith in the Huskies. Never have. Never will. You know. Christian McCaffrey, going to run all over, going to run up to New York and grab that Heisman sooner or later. So give me Stanford. You know, uh, Stanford really stands out to me. I think they're not a top-four school. Um, I don't think they're going to make the college football playoff this year. But they're a really good team. So I'm going to take Stanford. Uh, They're going to cover the spread. Game number three of the afternoon, number 11, Tennessee, at number 25, Georgia. Tennessee favored by three and a half. That game kicks off Saturday at three thirty. You know, last time I picked against Tennessee and I picked Florida, and uh, I'm not gonna pick against the Vols again. So give me that Smoky Mountain High. Give me that right now. Give me Tennessee over Georgia. 
two or three years ago during my spring break, um, I, I visited Tennessee. Um, I, I stayed in Lebanon. Do you remember it? Uh, yeah, we uh, we uh, went to my girlfriend at the time. Uh, her grandpa, he owned a greenhouse. Oh, wow. And uh, a Greenhouse? I got stung by a bee there. Oh, wow. And so I don't have fond memories of Tennessee. <laughs> I'm going to take Georgia. Oh, God. Give me the Bulldogs. Um, game number four of the afternoon would be number 18 Utah at Cal. Uh, Cal, though, favored by two and a half. Even though they're unranked, that game is at Saturday at 6 p.m. What kind of... Who the hell makes these things? Vegas sometimes can be really stupid. Give me the Utes over the Bears. That's not even that's not even a question. Um, well, you know, I think people in Vegas make that odds because oh, they're gonna they're gonna bet against Cal now. Right. And the people that vote Still against dumb. Cal are gonna be the smart people. So give me the Utes because they are the best team in the Pac-12. Um, game number five. Number three, Ooh, Louisville. Marquee, probably marquee. the marquee event thank of God, the weekend. Thank God Central lost. <laughs> so, so <laughs> College game day, game day will be one. showing up at Clemson. Uh, so number three, Louisville taking on number five, Clemson, Louisville. The cards are favored by two and a half. That's an evening game, Saturday at 8 p.m. Look, I said it before, and I think Lamar Jackson is very good. And I think Louisville is very good. But I don't think they're good enough to beat the Tigers who get on board and show them they have the Michigan State bug where they're very good and a very good team, but they just can't seem to prove it to everybody week in a week out with these close wins. So give me Clemson. You heard it here. For Deshaun Watson outduels Lamar Jackson in this one. Clemson. That's my hot take for you, baby. Clemson. Clemson, Clemson, Clemson. I, uh... I go on a family vacation every year down to Evansville, Indiana, oh and we have to drive past Louisville. And how do you y- drive past Louisville? Because you, it, it, it's a really easy. It's like it's more direct because you don't have to go through Mid Michigan and you don't have to go down through uh, Indy. So you go through like Ohio, through Kentucky, and Indiana. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's actually faster that way. Anyway, before I was rudely interrupted, uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I drive past uh, the Louisville Stadium. It's a very nice stadium. Um, and Lamar Jackson's the real deal. He's going to win the Heisman. He's going to beat Clemson. He's going to have maybe three touchdowns by himself. Uh, wow. give, me, give me Louisville. I'll give you our Big Ten games of the week, the most important games of the week. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Big Ten games, Illinois at number 15, Nebraska. Nebraska favored by 20 points in this Saturday 3.30 matchup down in Lincoln. Who you got? Uh, those bookies are being nice to the fighting Illini. Ooh, wow. Give me Nebraska by 30. I'm going to have to ring that one for you as well. Give me Nebraska. I think they are better than people think as well. Tommy Armstrong, never go against an experienced quarterback. Give me Nebraska. Game number two, Minnesota at Penn State. The Nittany Lions favored by two and a half over Minnesota. Minnesota 3-0, and Penn State 2-2 two and two on the season. Minnesota yet to play a Big Ten game. That one at Happy Valley, 3.30 p.m. Who you got? They uh, Minnesota, they struggled against Colorado State. Uh, Penn State's at home. They're at Happy Valley. I've got the Nittany Lions. Oof, awful pick. Yeah, that three and O Minnesota team, three and O. They're gonna do it. They're gonna beat Penn State. You heard it here. Minnesota beats Penn State by a late field goal down in Happy Valley. Game number three, Rutgers. Oh, Rutgers at number two. Ohio State. Ohio State favored by thirty eight and a. 
30, no, not even 38 and a half. It should be more than 38 points. 38, they were favored by 38 Saturday. That's a noon kickoff in Columbus. Um, I, I'm getting a breaking news update. Number two, Ohio State wins by 50. In other news, water is wet. Give me the Buckeyes. I think Penn State's still scoring, and the game hasn't even started yet. Ohio State, give, give it to me by at least 45 points. Ohio State just rolls Rutgers. Number four, game number four of the Big Ten slate. Number eight, Wisconsin, who beat Michigan State last week at number four. Michigan Wolverines, the Michigan Harbaugh's, Harbaugh favored by 10.5 in this game, Michigan (laughs) favored by 10.5 Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Who you got? Uh, Well, I said it once, and I said it again, Um, and if I go back on my word now, I'm just going to be a big, fat liar. Um, Michigan, they haven't played any legitimate team so far. Uh, I think their number four rating is a farce. I think Wisconsin's the real deal. Wisconsin's going to win the Big Ten, so give me the Badgers. You know, I'd really love to ring that bell, but I just can't do it. Michigan, I think they get a little bit of uh, favorability with a 10.5 line, however, because Michigan gets bet on probably quite a bit down in Vegas, but they're not going to win by 10.5. They win by three. Wilton Spate throws an impressive drive. They kick a last-minute field goal. They win by three. Wisconsin doesn't have everything there. I think their defense, I think Michigan's defense gets up on them, but I think they keep it close because they'll probably control the ball for a good amount of the game like they did against Michigan State. Give me the ba- give, give me the Badgers. No, give me the other furry animal in this one. Give me the Wolverines. <laughs> they win by three. And finally, number 17, Michigan State takes on the Hoosiers in game number five of the Big Ten slate. MSU favored by six and a half. That's an 8 p.m. kickoff down in Bloomington. I'll be there. Mr. Harrison, who you got? Um, Michigan State shouldn't have any problem. The only problem that they will pose is if Indiana kind of shakes things up and exposes the secondary. Um, but they shouldn't really have an issue with that. Give me the Spartans. Uh, I think six and a half is a little, even a little stingy i think they could win that game by 10 or more Ooh, you know i have to agree with you to an extent i think they they give they win by a touchdown this game is a little bit closer than people think it's going to be because i don't think michigan state's secondary is as good as they think they are michigan state wins by a touchdown 31 24 these games somehow seem to be they always seem to be blowouts but they're close for a little bit i think Indiana finally keeps this one close enough. Michigan State pulls it out with a late touchdown, probably about five minutes to go in the fourth, to be honest with you. Steven, any final thoughts? No final thoughts from me. I'll see you all in Indianapolis. Check us out on the live blog. Indianapolis. Wow. I'll see you all from Indiana, so that's Bloomington. We're staying in Indianapolis. Steven will see you from the from the proximity of Williams yeah. Hall. Right no. in his own comfy dorm. Right. No, I will be down in Bloomington, and we'll bring you all the coverage from that game. Follow us on Twitter and follow us at statenews.com. Follow our live blog. So, Mr. Harrison, over to you. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at the SNews underscore sports. Um, <laughs> little stumble right there. Um, check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. Leave a review on iTunes, please. Yes. Um, like our Facebook page and... We will see you guys on Tuesday. Stay safe.